Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We come to you every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here exclusively on talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff you love to talk about. I'm your host, Michael Dolce, alongside my co-host, Mr. Am I going to say it? I thought so. Am I going to say it? <laughs> You're not going to say it. Lord of the Radio? Yeah. All right. I went with Lord of the Radio this week. Mr. Hassan Godwin. <laughs> with next this to me. week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I was debating. I was Jerk. debating on that. Jerk face. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. I want to give all of our Facebook people out there, you might have seen some messages right before we went on live. Uh, so if you are checking us out on Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire, that we had a video. We were like this close to getting Hassan on camera tonight. Um, we had some technical difficulties. We will be. I can almost guarantee you next week. Next week is going to be the week. Yeah, I'd like to say that it was him who decided not to. I didn't protest or have any kind of issue with it. So. Uh, you know what? Because so, I wasn't the, sure of nice the video try. quality. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to ruin our our uh, our viewers. I didn't want to throw them off. I wanted them to come here and enjoy a show that we love and and enjoy it in the same kind of quality that they get every week. Uh-huh. So that was my. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they're talking about every week is quality control. I just hope they're talking about us. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just be honest here. All right, we have a great show tonight. We got Johnny Wellens from Atomic Geekdom. He's going to come on. Uh, the whole theme of this episode, it's the whole theme of the month. I mean, it's a, it's a month-long theme. We got a great guest coming up next week. Uh, we're doing our 2018 preview. Um, and before the mind of Last Jedi, you know, or, or the remnants of Last Jedi leaves our mind, uh... I figured today was a good day to debate the future of the Star Wars franchise. You know, Last Jedi is a hot-button topic. A um, lot, of, lot of haters out there. A lot of lovers out there. No one's really too indifferent about it. Are you going to call the critics of that movie haters, though? Um, See, is that a fair, is that a it's fair assessment? It's not because I am one, but I don't, like, I'm not a hater. I'm not hating on it. To hate, like, all right, the well, connotation. That's why, I'm, that's why yes. I'm asking. No, no, it, and, and I'm actually, I'm actually out loud processing what you asked yeah. because yeah. I think, I think what you just brought up is actually even, even in and of itself, yeah. a great. Um, because calling us haters immediately puts us in the position of weakness. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Yes, it does. Uh, it does. It does back us in a corner. I, I agree. Does. I agree. There's something a, you know. It it paints us in a uh, in a portrait well, of definitely, intolerance. It and, definitely paints us in a, in a in a portrait of. That we are not, you know, that we're that we're that we have an agenda. Ah, yes. For not liking, should it. not have an agenda. Agendas are bad, apparently. Agendas are bad. Agendas yeah, are bad. Not really. Points are good. No. Themes are good. Agendas aren't. Um, bad. Lessons are. When your are doctor good. has a has a, a medical agenda, a medical regiment, that's not a bad thing. No, that's still not good. No, that's not bad. It's if he's helping good. you to to recover, and his agenda is a is a therapeutic process, that's not bad. Really. Yeah, I right. Mean, Especially I, if you recover. I beg to differ. I'm just, I'm just applying some nuance to yeah. the word agenda. <laughs> Are you, is that you what you're doing? The word agenda. Is that what you're doing? Some yes, I'm trying to, to help. You're trying, you're trying to shine agenda in a good light. 
I, it, it, agenda isn't a good lie. You're putting a negative connotation on agenda. Yes, yes. So, but so you're trying right. to make that a positive. No, I'm just trying to explain to you that you're wrong about agenda okay. in general. All right. I'm never wrong, as all of our loyal viewers have come to realize. Except for the times when you are. I, <laughs> unfortunately, we are, they're never documented, nor on video or, or well, Sadly, for two years straight, they're documented. They are possibly not on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Go to Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Um, and you can stream us live. You can check out our videos at YouTube.com. We're going to be doing some really cool things on YouTube because I figured out some really cool tricks. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be some good some good stuff. I mean, some some good stuff coming up in the next few weeks. All right. Uh, quick question for that. you, Hassan, before yes, we jump into The Last Jedi and the Star Wars Legacy, which uh, I know you are dying to talk about. Yeah, I don't know about dying. Um, question for Burning. you. I saw some podcasts that are like, they do it in seasons. This would technically be our season three. Next week is actually our, the anniversary of when the show started. Really? We just did a 100-episode uh, anniversary, so we're not going to blow it out. Sorry, Rick Marshall, uh, who's our guest next week. <laughs> You're not yeah. part of a blowout show. No, um, he's not. A, no. Do you favor seasons or do you favor like episodes? I like the long-running episodes. I'm like, I'm like the comic book guy. I don't need them to re keep rebooting the comic book series to number one. Like, Just keep it. Like, I don't care that Action Comics is a 1,000 comics long. That gives me something like a history I want to go check out. Well, we could do seasons because we're we're like broadcast uh, mm. media, you know, as opposed to print media. Print so, media, when they do seasons, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. That's kind of stupid. Like even when like Buffy came back and it was a yes. comic book and it was like Buffy season seven or season eight. Yeah. I think it was season eight, right? Yeah. Right? And uh, I get why they did it. Because they were saying this is a direct continuation of the television show, which was uh, which was ended, right? Yep. But it's still stupid because it's a comic book. I guess like, so. Does that mean that each episode is a is a is an issue, or each issue is an episode? Yes. In which case, uh, there's a long season. Yes. Yes. You know, thirty eight episodes can be yeah. a season or short season because only twelve uh, yes. twelve comics per year. Yes. So you know that's pretty bad. Well, I think it's bad. That's if you're connotating a year with a season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If it's not, if a season lasts more than a year, that's ridiculous. Not necessarily. So it's two years. Two years to get through one season. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you have none of that. Yeah. Why even bother? All right. So we're going to continue with episodes. Just shut up about the seasons. We're going to continue with episodes. <laughs> we're going to continue. We seasons. are episode 102. Uh, again. No, we're in season three. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I'm totally confused. We're broadcast. Right. I just said we're all right. If you guys are fans of the show, if you listen to us on iHeartRadio, go look up Secrets of the Sire. Go look Get go up on SoundCloud down. slash Secrets of the Sire. iTunes, go look at the banner, even though it's backwards tonight, but it won't be backwards next week. It's very exciting. Um, you have to turn the thing around. No, I know. No, no. We're going to – trust me. We're gonna, gonna yeah, we're, we're going to be in good shape turn next week. Turn the thing around. New cameras turn next week. I'm telling you. Around. Big changes coming. Big changes coming. Um, so that the banner – You guys realize that we're not huge fans turn of – of the last Jedi, down. Sam yeah. Leibowitz, our producer, who is completely bi—sorry, uh, completely unbiased to all this stuff. Um, not a fan of the movie. Like we no. just weren't a fan. He came of and the he movie. was hating, man. He yeah, took yeah. a swing at us. Yeah, no. He, well, <laughs> we we mentioned Last Jedi. He started swinging. <laughs> and he just, at us. It just like a Tourette's rage. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, totally bad. Has Sam secretly been like in a cult the last three months? Well, and that's like his trigger word. I don't want to say anything like over the year. Like all yeah. of a sudden, last Jedi. That's like Reggie Jackson and Naked Gun. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I must kill I the must queen. Kill last the Jedi, queen. I must kill. I Hassan. must kill the queen. That's true, though. Last Jedi. No, no, no. 
Oh man, oh, we, we already got we already got people chiming in on the Star Wars stuff. So, oh really? So all right. So uh, anyway, this is what I was trying to set up. We're not fans of the movie. Scott Fortier, uh, who is online as well too, didn't really like it either. We appreciate that, and, and we'll get work, into his Scott. actual comments as well too. Um, I was actually. It's funny how this resonates, though, right? Uh, I was at a one year old one year old's birthday party, yeah. and there was a section of the room was a bunch of dads debating how bad the movie was and then really? they had those people that are like no i thought it was great like i thought this those was people cool are idiots and this was great and that was <laughs> way, to be, way to be people. impartial um <laughs> i thought know, we were haters wait no no we say? are haters we are haters. Right. but i'm just saying that i'm just trying to be hating i'm just saying though that that's i mean that's the level like the water cooler talk Look, is man is everybody so downplays it everybody downplays how important that stuff is mm -hmm. that's like the kennedy star wars is like it's got a place like the it's like the kennedys it's like the apollo you know the the, the moon landing yes it's, it's it's seminal for americana yes you know and uh people don't really give it a thought until you start messing with it and then they're like wait a minute you're supposed to leave you're not supposed to touch that rock that rock is sacred you yeah. know and you know you move that rock that rock has been sitting there since uh you know since solomon walked the earth and all that other stuff so you can't do it right and right. uh poor uh poor disney is finding out yeah well but are they those, so that's that's those, what i they, that, those wow. jerks oh man <laughs> Like segways are like they're they're like milk from an alien for us. We just love it. Um, well, only when we do it well. <laughs> I want to yeah. give a little. I want green milk. Green I want to give. <laughs> uh, Scott Forty actually said the blue milk. Uh, I want to give a little opposite viewpoint, right? So I got this from Forbes. Let's not pretend Star Wars: The Last Jedi isn't a huge hit. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi earned twenty three point six million in its fourth weekend of release. That's mm -hmm. almost identical to the 55% drop and the $22 million fourth weekend of Rogue One. We can debate as to whether the film should be doing better, uh, but either Jumanji is doing real damage, um, or The Last Jedi is proving relatively resilient in the face of an unexpected 1,600-pound gorilla. I would argue the answer is a little bit of both. Um, going yeah. on, to he talks about the fact that it's critically acclaimed, and mm -hmm. look, it is. The critics gave it, I mean, a huge score, like a 94%. Yeah, they were like, all lying. Absolutely. Those critics were liars. You know... Well, Critics I don't know if they're I don't know if they're liars. Critics I mean, well, we can talk about the feminist agenda behind it. Again, the word agenda. We'll, we'll keep going back to that one. We yeah, can that's talk not about really my thing. We you can, can talk about that. Well, there's definitely reviews that cite that's, that the yeah. reason that they love it is that it, 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 it is because it highlights women in in in, in positions of power. Right. Yeah, men, yeah. men are are subjugated to 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 not it, it like it, it it scores through the Bechdel test and things like that. And look, those are legitimate reasons yeah. to look at a movie red tails was all about like uh you know the african-american uh pilots in world war ii mm -hmm. and that still sucked it was yeah. a sucky movie <laughs> so you know it was great that that movie existed and someone actually made it but it right. was not a good movie and right. that's the that's the bottom line so this article also Sadly, goes on also produced by george lucas oh uh, yeah oh that's true actually yes. um this article goes on and says, I'll argue that Last Jedi is performing about as well as Force Awakens was expected to perform. Um, as for the drop, it'll be a bit bigger than the 27% fall for Avengers Age of Ultron. which led to already had a 30% drop. Which led to cries of superhero fatigue and whatnot, so nearly three years after Age of Ultron spawned a bunch of Marvel is in peril blog posts. Is there anyone who thinks Avengers of Infinity War is not in any real danger of, of not making most, if not all, the money? So... 
that's kind of where we're at right now. I, I mean, don't I think, think Infinity Wars is in any kind of danger because it is. No, 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 no. I, but I guess we're talking about like he's using that as an analogy. We're not. We don't think Avengers: Infinity Wars. In but any, Avengers: any Infinity trouble, Wars right? is not in danger because basically it'll make its money even if it's not good, and it, and it will have a drop, but it will make it. It, it it's earned it because it's yeah. done so much legwork to build up to it. Yeah. Right, it's not like they're just dropping this and they're like, "Hey, everybody, go see it." It's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a baked in uh, blockbuster. Go see it. You mm-hmm. know, it's not. We've been waiting for this for almost eight years. You know, so, you know, it, it even if I mean, it would have to be horrible, and those Marvel yeah. movies aren't really that bad. Yeah, sadly, or you know. Or fortunately, yeah. depending on what your perspective is. Well, it says here, maybe episode nine will pull a divergent, but for the moment, and considering we have <laughs> a well-reviewed and relatively well-received film that will make around five to six times its production budget in theatrical alone, mm-hmm. this franchise doesn't need to be saved quite yet. Mm-hmm. The fun, but somewhat inessential question, is whether the reaction to Last Jedi will help or hurt Solo, which no, makes it it's, a very it's always, interesting... When, when, a, when a film... At this caliber is not great, or considered not great. Mm-hmm. So we'll just we'll you know we'll we'll be uh, we'll be fair to it. Sure. Um, that film is not the one that suffers. It's always the follow up that yeah. suffers. You know. So you so think basically, Solo won't suffer, but Episode Nine will. Solo might suffer. You think Solo? Solo is way too close to yeah. it. So people haven't even gotten over it yet. Okay. All right. So when we come back, we're gonna jump into Solo because I'm I'm. I actually think Solo will save the Star Wars franchise. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. That might have been the best thing you've ever said, period, <laughs> like on the show. I mean, we're not even talking about like, like your opinions, they're okay. Uh, Segway, boom. Yeah. That's where the money's made, my man. You know what? Now I'm going to end every sentence with boom. Boom. That's what I do. Exactly. Boom, 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 boom. All right. That's enough. That's old already. This show doesn't work when we agree. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Society. I feel strangely vindicated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ironically, I thought there'd be some technical difficulties. At least we didn't go into like a rant about at least these worms still listen to anything we say. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) (laughs) These terrible scum who listen to us every week. It's terrible. No. Well, they're very nice people. Actually, Not like we did last week, you know, when we talked about all of them, especially James. Oh, we, uh, this will be the end of season two. No, so, um, so yeah, so we are coming to you live Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. I think that pretty much fixed the audio feed because now I can hear myself completely in the mic. I'm sure it's going to be out there in the uh, general public as well, too. I blame Sam. Um, yeah, well, no, this was not my fault. This was not my fault. We were going to do, we're going to do some exciting camera The only thing we know for certain stuff. is it's not my fault because I didn't touch it. You thing. didn't do nothing. No. You put the banner up today. I put the banner up. Which is good. I'm very proud of myself. It was very well done. Oh, well done. what? No. Um, yeah. No. Terrible. Very exciting. It was very nice of them to tell us, though, right? Because we could have just kept going on and on about, you know, terrible things. <laughs> Scott Fortier says, there are no secrets left in the sire. <laughs> this is very true, actually. There's plenty of secrets. <laughs> I can recite uh, some commercials if people want. <laughs> For things that I I don't no actually... yeah but don't go to mikebooks.com and purchase <laughs> <laughs> purchase the sire issues one through ten and the undone it's very good They're do all as good we reading. tell you do as you do, do as you are told go pick up the mainstream coming out in, in uh, previews in a couple of weeks too. so now that they know that you're lying and they and they, you didn't say that I, uh, I I did I did say I'm not lying parsing. I'm going to embellish <laughs> I was embellishing a point that I was going to make you think Han Solo is going to save it Rogue One. Let, let's let's take Rogue One. Let's take the end of Rogue One away, right? Mm. Let's take out the cool Darth Vader sequence. Let's take out the cool. Sorry, spoilers. Carrie Fisher. Um, cameo I don't know if that was all that cool. At the end, I thought it was. I thought it was an amazing way to end it. Right? Did you think it was? Uh, Sam, a, Sam, it shaking was a, in agreement. It was a great idea, but she kind of creeped me out. It was okay, kinda, fine, it was but it's a great creepy. idea. It was a surprise. It was something. Yeah. If we take away the fact that Rogue One answered a question we didn't even ask. When we watch episode three to episode four, which is, you know, where does this take place in the in the chronology? Right. Oh, my God. It takes place literally right before right. episode four. Mm-hmm. Take all that stuff out. Is it a good movie? Is it as good as we think it's going to be? I think so. Personally. Like from a movie standpoint? Like, yeah. Like, personally. Because Tom Hutchinson, who's, who may or may not be on the feed today, um, he brought up a point at one point. He said, you know... Um, I'm trying to rewatch Rogue One, mm-hmm. and now that the surprise of the end is kind of over, mm-hmm. he has a hard time getting through it. And mm-hmm. and that can happen with some movies. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I think I think we all, at least in this studio and our guest who's coming up next segment, I think we'll all agree Rogue One is a pretty darn good movie. Okay. But do we love it a little bit more because it's connected to something we already know? Is it connected to the no. story because it gives us added? I, I would actually argue yes. Now, if you say we, then no. Okay. If you say you, then yeah. Yes. Well, okay. we as a, we as a we as a general the general movie going public. If we're talking, if we're you are you are the absolute opposite. If we're doing of the, the general, if movie, we're doing the, movie the general movie public between the two of us, mm-hmm. and I say no and you say yes, then mm-hmm. the answer is still no. Really? Yeah. So I'll throw because, that out. because because we don't have a consensus, so I'm we can't throw that percentage out. wise. Yeah, I'm going to throw that out to the audience. Um, take away the connection to episode. Four mm-hmm. is Rogue One as good 
a movie as we think it is? Or is it because it ties so directly into the story, which our issue with Last Jedi was, Last Jedi completely throws the story out the window. That's not my main issue. Okay, that's an issue with it. Right? That is an issue with it. Is Rogue One is good. Now, the question then becomes, okay, Solo coming out, if the if the answer to the question that people, you know, that I just posed is, you know what? I liked Rogue One more because it tied into this past chronology that I know and love, hmm. then Solo is going to save the franchise. That's a possibility. In the sense because it is connected. You are you are learning about Lando and Han Solo before you get to see him right. in episode 4. Presumably, I mean, what is there, 30? Or, or, how old was Luke in episode four? Was he 18? Was he uh, 19. Was he 19 years old? Mm-hmm. So presumably, we are getting another piece of the puzzle between episode three and episode four that takes place within the realm of Darth Vader, that takes place within the realm of what we know. Mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker is burnt to a crisp. Obi-Wan is in hiding. Yoda yeah, is in know, hiding. Like, we know, we know all, all this stuff. stuff. Right. I'm not saying they're going to they're gonna necessarily... You know, bring that out, but they can, and and they can give mm-hmm. us little Easter eggs, and they can give us little things. Mm-hmm. Presumably, what Han Solo is what Harrison Ford was thirty five when he made the movie mm-hmm. originally, or, or around in his mid thirties. Was was Han Solo around thirty five? Would you say, or was he thirty? Was he twenty eight? I don't know. They never really go into. They it. don't go into detail, but 30. you figure, you know, theoretically speaking, you know, a young Han Solo movie could take place immediately after the prequels. Could take place right before Episode no, Four. He was about ten during the prequels. He was about well, no, but uh, when when uh, when Anakin becomes Darth Vader. If there's only a 19-year separation. Yeah. So if he's 10, so, all right. So then we're presuming he's 28, 29 then, is what Mm -hmm. you're saying, uh, in episode four. You're getting this chunk of history. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to walk away. And again, I use you not in the you sense, because you have a contrarian opinion to that, but... No, I I don't... It's not necessarily contrarian. I mean... it does have the opportunity, just mm-hmm. like Rogue One had an opportunity that no one believed in sure. until they actually saw it. And there's a there's it it has a potential to do a lot of wonderful things. Sure. And it will be pulling on nostalgia uh, strings. It does, unfortunately, unlike uh, <clears throat> unlike Rogue One, which followed The Force Awakens, which was a big boost. Sure. For everything, it's following. The Last Jedi, which is not such a big boost sure. for it, um, in spite of how critically acclaimed and, and financially successful the film was. And it also has the, the virtue or the, 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 the lack of virtue of not actually having Harrison Ford in the lead role. Right. I think if Harrison Ford very was true. there. Very true. You know, so now this guy's going to have to compete with a legend. It's going to be Luke all over again because if they don't treat this correctly and this kid doesn't very pull it true. off, it will be another violation of character. And then you, so you could potentially, it could potentially be a disaster. From sci-fi.com, while The Force Awakens was a record setter and Rogue One and Last Jedi topped the box office upon release, one film business expert thinks this trend has a decent chance of ending with the Han Solo spinoff. Coming on May 23rd this year, Ron Howard's Solo has had zero marketing. We've neither seen nor heard anything about the film. I don't think that's as... as, as, Yeah, it's uh, not as Because Last Jedi actually... All of a sudden, boom! Everything, everyone was there, and everyone was watching. Right. It. So I'm not, I'm not that concerned with that. Um, but he says, uh, besides some unconfirmed images, uh, may or may not leaked. And according to Forbes, that's a bad sign. Comparing the campaign to the Ghostbusters reboot, along with flops, Jonah Hex, and Dark Shadows, box office expert Scott Mendelson 
that guy <laughs> thinks that Solo is the first Star Wars film that isn't automatically yeah, assumed <laughs> to land first place well, in the year's earning. There's also the 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 very tangible uh, phenomenon of trend setting. Mm-hmm. Where everyone's deciding it's going to trend badly, mm-hmm. and then it becomes self fulfilling prophecy. I think the DC with reason though, with reason though, right? I mean, they did fire the directors in this. There was well, that. I'm just saying, but you know that there is a, there is an aspect of gatekeeperism where everyone mm-hmm. has now the narrative has changed. Yeah. you know, and they were saying that the 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 spin, the backlash that Disney has uh, suffered for the the Last Jedi, and that the 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 pushback that they had about like it was all bots mm-hmm. on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sure. and all stuff was damage control. So that it wouldn't monetize yeah. the the uh, the narrative that it was bad, okay. and so now all of a sudden these clickbait sites trying to make money will pop up saying this is horrible, this is right. horrible, which is basically what they're saying happened with uh, uh, with Justice League. Right. So I mean, there's a that trend is real. Yeah. You know that trend does damage, and if that trends badly, if Disney hasn't done the damage control, yeah, and if that movie is lacking in any way, I think that movie has very little margin for error. So Donald Glover stars as Lando. Um, so you know, see, we're we're doing plus minus plus here. This I like this because then our next guest is going to be plus, and we're going to be super minus. So it'll be it'll be really good. Uh, <laughs> Donald Glover claims Solo does something no Star Wars film has ever done before. Uh, not it only is the Millennium Donald Glover, you can't it. you can't argue with that. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm more of a keymaster kind of guy rather oh, than a gatekeeper kind of guy. Oh uh, not only is the Millennium Falcon the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, but she's also one of the most recognizable ships. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it pull off a variety of maneuvers, yet according to Solo, a Star Wars story star... Wow, say that five times fast. No, I won't. Solo, a Star Wars... Story. No, don't do it. I can't do even it. say it once. Don't I, do I it. I can't even say it once. Uh, <laughs> you set yourself up for film, that. I, <laughs> we set ourselves up for failure a lot on this show. Yeah, well, I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> tee it up. It's always, it's always important to point it out when it happens, though, because it happens so Knock frequently. It down. Um, <laughs> the new film will show the ship in a way no other movie has, simply by giving us a shot that begins outside the ship and follows the character inside. Oh, well, then that's worth my $30 right I there. I remember... Really? What movie theater are you going to? It's pretty much $30 once you've paid to see the movie, when you paid for your friend or whoever's you, going with you to see you, the movie, and you eat... And you whatever. So you're saying this is a date movie then? Well, of course. Oh, okay. How do you? How else do you go to movies? <laughs> <laughs> so you automatically bring in your yeah. Once you, and you're paying. Once for you're them. out fifty bucks, and you're gonna be like, whoa, that CG intro was. Are you gonna something. get laid after? Huh? Are you gonna get laid? That's none of your business. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. It all depends on the movie. Bucks, that fifty bucks. If all the of a movie sudden. sucks, I'm not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that fifty bucks. That's kind of that's good. That's it's a, a Han Solo movie, which means that movie would have been all my idea. In which case, <laughs> she's pissed now because her entire evening's ruined, that's and it. I'll have to put up with that. Okay, so yeah, so you're, I'll be doubly pissed. You're not getting anything then. No, look, we're not. That, that fifty bucks seems like five hundred. I'm not bucks comfortable with if this it line does of questioning. Not end in something. <laughs> fortuitous for you move on damn you i remember being on set a few times and ron howard was like yeah i want to follow you onto the millennium falcon and do this thing glover shared at a press conference i was like i don't think i've ever seen the outside go into the inside see there's some suggestive talk right there (laughs) yeah no what's happening what's going on oh don't worry we get to talk about the stanley uh sex allegations (laughs) later on very exciting it's hurtful as a fan i was like yeah i was really excited i know there's been a lot of talk in the press about this movie but for me anyway it was a dream and also, it looks really cool to me. Oh, well. And he's in the... So he's got no bias. No. 
Right? He's completely he's a completely innocent let me, source. Let me of pose this there. let me pose this question before we before we debate the Star Wars uh universe with Johnny Wellen's next segment. Um does Ron Howard give you any sense of you know, safety, relief, like Okay. Ron Howard is an excellent director. You gotta figure it's not. I've liked gonna almost be a every movie he's crap. ever made. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. The problem is Star Wars could be bigger than him. It's it was it, Star Wars actually mm. became bigger than George Lucas. Yeah. And he invented it. So there there that does not necessarily mean that we're safe. All right. Well, I will pose this question to you then, hmm. and we'll answer it when we come back, though. Yes. Is it okay if this movie is just good when we come back? You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. I love the emotional affairs. That's awesome. I'm having an emotional affair with I you. I have emotional week. affairs like, all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's this like, is the, I didn't think that was an actual insult to other people, but Well, you're not you're being. not cheating on somebody. Well, if have. you can do that emotionally, I'm cheating on you right now. This is because I'm thinking about someone else. You're thinking about yeah. Peter. Oh, Hi Peter. Bye. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. We didn't reveal any secrets. That, technical that, difficulies yeah, or not, we do this. Um, there I are now wait to listen to this later. There are no technical difficulties on the iTunes page. Ah, so okay. go type in Secrets of the Sire. You can download all our podcasts. Please, if you do, please subscribe. Um, leave a review. Um, you guys love our show on or Facebook, don't. and we really if you do don't appreciate like me, it. Don't leave a review. Um, leave a review for us on too. Uh, no, reviews actually really tremendously help us. So please help us, and we'll continue doing this. That's please tremendously how it goes, help you know? us. It's 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 uh, it's nice. Uh, SoundCloud, go to SoundCloud. Secrets of the Sire iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, like we're on every podcasting app imaginable. 
Um, so yeah, so keep uh, keep just supporting us, and uh, we do love that you join us. Uh, joining us now is a member of the Atomic Geekdom podcast. He's also got his own podcast uh, with his pal Randy, and the reason I say that is it's called Just Two Pals. Oh, oh. Mr. Cool. Johnny Wellens, how you doing, sir? Hey, Mike. Hey, doing all right, man. How are you? All right, you're with Mike and Hassan. We are debating the Star Wars universe, uh, the future of it now. Before we kind of get into the future of it, we actually kind of want to talk about the past of it, right? We're not big fans of Last Jedi. We're just not. Um, you know that. You've listened to some of our episodes. You've come prepared. You are a big fan of Last Jedi. Give us, and Hassan will keep silent. He will bite his tongue if he has to. Oh, no. Give me no your promises. rundown as to what you found to be, like, the positive takeaway from the movie. Yes. Why are you yeah. wrong? Why? <laughs> <laughs> what, what reasons could I possibly have for liking a bad movie? You're asking. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, okay, so the first and foremost, I went into this movie with expectations. I expected to get answers on such and such. I expected, you know, such and such events to happen. And it completely flipped those expectations on their head mm -hmm. uh, almost immediately, which was something I enjoyed because I didn't expect it. Um, and then at that point, as I'm watching the movie, then I had no idea what's going to happen. And I really enjoy that about about this Star Wars movie where as opposed to like The Force Awakens it was uh, it was a like by the numbers Star Wars movie which is fine and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that uh, but for me The Last Jedi just kind of took it a step further and said we're, we're going to tell our own story with the franchise moving forward uh, the characters I love the characters I know there's a lot of uh, controversy about Luke and, and his uh, portrayal and characterization he was the best part of the movie for me I really enjoyed his story uh, Kyle Ren stuck out to me. I love Poe's, uh, like, the advancement of his character. And I know for a lot of people, they had issues with the humor. I would say most of the jokes ended up landing for me, uh, whereas I know a lot of people were complaining about, oh, the lightsaber and, and, uh, and what was it, Poe uh, talking to Hux. Is it okay to talk to her? Yeah, yeah, go for it. What did he say? What, did we lose him? Our can you guys hear me? Yeah, 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 we hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. we're just biting our tongues. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna come in with I was gonna come in with a really cool like you're wrong. <laughs> oh, but instead okay. instead it didn't. Well no, I, I, I was asking is it okay to spoilers? Because I don't want to spoil it. No, you can yet. spoil it. It's been out. Okay. It's been out for quite a while. Yeah, no, yeah, you're totally yeah, spoil it all. We spoil it. We spoiled it away two episodes yeah. ago yeah, and exactly. last episode. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, we so spoiled the, it before it came out. We're terrible people. That opening joke with 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 Poe and and I really enjoyed that. It kind of harkened back to his uh, introduction to, to Kylo Ren. In the yeah, actually, so, overall, actually, that joke I wasn't bad. The characters. Yeah. I liked the direction that they took with it. Um, I liked, uh, I, I had some issues. Obviously, it's not a perfect film, but hmm. for me, the pros totally outweighed the cons. I had a great time watching it, and it, it reinvested me in the Star Wars universe, whereas before, I was going because I was committed to going, and now I'm genuinely like back on board with Star Wars. Like, give me more of of uh, stuff I'm not going to see coming. And you're wrong. It's been great having you on here. It was a terrific. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what I was setting up hey, before. Did you see what I was saying? That's yeah, what, yeah, what I was setting up. I saw what yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we go. All right. Well, no, I, but, I, I'm real pumped out that, that it's so controversial. Like that—that that is probably the worst thing to come out 
You're of, of any franchise is to find out that the hardcore fans and even casual fans are walking away from this movie saying, this is Star Wars. I don't like this. It's not for me. Well, yeah, and but everything I, I you said you liked about it was that it wasn't Star Wars. With Star Wars fans about why they should like the movie if they just don't. Um, it, it's just, it, it, it's a bummer that there's such a divide between the critics and then even the fan base, you know. I, I've talked to hardcore fans who absolutely love this in the new direction. I've talked to hardcore fans who are, you know, ready to ready to boycott. They're going to be outside Lucasfilm saying, no more, we're done. Doesn't it strike you as odd, though, that they picked a part two to... to, to or to a like, part eight. Or a part eight to like take this in this like a bold new direction. Like like shouldn't they have yeah, done this one chapter before in the episode end of the seven story. or episode nine? Like didn't it feel like an ending? Like I like you're sitting there saying like I can't wait to see where they go next. I'm like, ah, they're done now. I'm good. <laughs> no, I, I it is weird. I'm not gonna disagree with that at all. It is totally weird, especially when, you know, Disney acquired the rights and they started announcing we're gonna be doing these side stories, these these rogue ones and these uh, solo stories that you would think that that would be the area in which they'd employ some of these new you-don't-see-it-coming type stories, you know, a little more of the darker and grittier stuff like we got with Road 1. It is interesting that they would do it with kind of the main series taken in such a, a, a quote-unquote bold new direction. So it's odd, but I, I, I feel like it was either following J.J.'s footsteps, which is more of the same, uh, or you get a director who has a vision for the future and kind of put it in his hands. And whether or not that was the right thing to do, obviously time will tell. For me, it worked. Um, but I, I can tell you if it was another J.J. movie, I probably would I probably would have felt like, ah, it's fine. And that does have me a little bit worried about Episode Nine because I feel like it's just going to wind up being Return of the Jedi. Son is jumping out of his clothes right now. I'm, 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 oh, no. I'm all right. Can you tell me exactly what it is that you thought subverted your expectations or or was a, a new direction? Can you, can, you, can you define the new direction? Because a lot of people are saying, oh, it's all going in a new direction. And I have my own attitude about what that new direction is, but like, sure, can, yeah. can you put it into words what exactly the new direction is? How it, I, how I, it was different? Yeah, well, it's, I can say for me, one of, one of the big uh, defining factors in Star Wars so far has been lineage. The Star, you know, the, the, the Skywalker lineage. Right, proper storytelling. Luke in the original trilogy, or Luke and Leia in the original trilogy, and then Anakin in the prequel. Right. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, Kylo end. Ren. The fact that we're getting um, a, a, a kind of cut with Ray and saying, no, that this isn't, this isn't a Luke uh, or main Skywalker story. I don't even know if Ben can be considered a Skywalker at this point because of the lines that he's crossed. Uh, so it's, it, it's, a, it's a switching of um, perspectives, I think. It feels, like a, it feels like a switch from we're not doing Skywalkers we want to focus on other characters because there are other characters in this universe and they all don't have to be connected to each other. I think the whole question of who were raised parents was driving everyone crazy. You know, they all had expectations. I had expectations. I kept saying, oh, she's a Palpatine or she's, they're going to, they're going to throw us off our, off our uh, feet and they're going to uh, reveal that she's a Palpatine, but she's a good Palpatine and yada, yada. And then you go in and you find out that she is not connected to anyone. 
which I guess is still up in the air, but taking the movie for what it is, she's not connected to anyone. And I think that's brilliant. I think that's awesome because it shows that anyone in this universe can be special. You don't have to be a Solo or a Skywalker. I think that's also what the end signifies when you got that kid who, you know, with the whole that whole broom bit. I think that's like, that's the Force Awakening to me. And what makes that exactly different from the other chapters? Because, I mean, no one ever said that that the Force was exclusive in any particular family. All it is is just that this, this guy uh, is is the son of one of the the main baddies and that the guys who were left over from the last regime were going to train him. But it never said that it was exclusive to only this particular character. So what's stopping any character from... What was, what was ever stopping any character from ever being the, a focal point? Or is it just we haven't seen it yet? But at the same time, I, I go back to the same question. And this is, this is my big gripe with the film and Hassan I actually sent you like a cute little animated video that illustrated it very nicely J.J. Abrams set up all these great things and Johnny you actually you, you acknowledge it uh, very articulately J.J. set up these things um, and, and yes it definitely hit all the Star Wars buttons there's no question about it um, and then Ryan Johnson just basically came and just pooped all over it. He's just like, ah, no, we're not going to care about this. And we're going to, we're going to, it felt like he was course correcting the series in a part two. Like my big thing is if this is a part three and we would have gotten a part two that kind of explained all this stuff, man, what an ending having that kid pick up the broom, you know, what an ending to, to have Luke sent, you know, skying off. But no, this is part two. This is supposed to be where our characters are in its greatest peril. Forget all the the actual fundamental flaws of the movie. We, we, I'm not even going to nitpick the low speed chase and whether the ship can can go the same yeah, or can't go the same or several, how the bridge how the bridge opens up or why we even care about the casino island and and we're boy we're not going to talk about any of that. You're no, we're not because it's just not <laughs> okay. worth it. It's right. not worth it. Stuff, but we won't go into detail. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we I, yes, exactly. We will list all the flaws. I'm being very kind to you right now. Uh, <laughs> so we will go. Yeah, way too You know, kind. why Finn didn't just sacrifice himself because, you know, Rose had to come and stop him even though they should have just gotten shot right there. But whatever, that's you know, all even, those things. That's well, not and, even... And, and listening to your guys, uh, and I didn't listen to the episode recently where you guys reviewed it because I didn't want to go in with, I've got answers to these questions you guys have, or this is my take sure. on what you guys presented. So I'm going off kind of what I remember when I watched it before. Um, uh, uh, oh, you guys brought up as far as the, the, the like, you know, oh, the chase is dumb. What's up with the animal stuff? I agree. This is not a flawless movie. It's got problems, but few movies are flawless. Oh. I, mean, I don't think you can. Oh, make- not that, not that defense. <laughs> don't don't strive for brilliance. Don't strive for something not good. That, not for, that it's okay. Strive for it's okay. It's okay. It's bad because other things are bad. Well, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is that if you're going to hold a movie to a standard, then you have no. to hold all movies to that standard or all movies in that franchise what? to that standard. So, so, we're... so as far as like some of the complaints, like what's up, like the space stuff, how can bombs fall out of the thing? The Star Wars doesn't Never said acknowledge it. anything <laughs> with, with, with space. The science of space does not exist in Star Wars. No, I, so I, I'm okay questions. with that. Now, this is this is what that. I'm talking about with the flaw in that defense because it's like, well, traditionally Star Wars doesn't do that, but this movie breaks all the Star Wars traditions. So, like, you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. No, you that's, can't, that's true. That's true. You can't, you can't say that like 
Yeah. Hold others accountable. That's then that's, that's what people have been doing. All right, so we, we've got a minute to go. We want to chart the future of Star Wars. What are your predictions for Solo? Um, is, this a, is this a course correction? Is this a fall off from Last Jedi thanks to all the controversy? Uh, where do you see Solo heading? I think Solo was kind of in a bad place to begin with. I don't think anybody ever really wanted it. Um, mm. At least nobody really wanted it. There wasn't an outcry for it, and people would have preferred other things. Like there's always talk about that Kenobi and the Bounty Hunter stuff. Um, and, I, and I'm kind of with that group. Why are we getting a solo story? I've never cared. So I think it was kind of, it was problematic to begin with. And then you have all the, 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 the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Firing the directors, yeah. bringing a new director on, um, course-correcting the, the, the tone and themes of the film. So I'm very nervous about how Solo is going to, going to perform. I do think that The Last Jedi will affect it because there's so much negativity from, uh, from the, the, the general public regarding The Last Jedi. I think, I think at this point, most people are like, I'm done with Star Wars until the ninth one comes out. I'm just mm. done. I need a break. I need to digest what happened. Very fair. Go into nine, hoping that J.J. Abrams fixes all the problems I had. With yeah, because after Solo, there's not another so movie Solo? until nine. I, I don't know, right? man. I think, yeah, but it's, a year I think later. it's in trouble. See you later. All right, Johnny, real quick, tell everybody about your podcast and where they can find you. Or don't. <laughs> Uh, tell us everything about your podcast and where we can find you. Or don't. You can find Johnny Wellens <laughs> and his podcast at Just Two Pals. Go to at Atomic Geekdom. I think we lost our guest, but he was awesome. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I just I didn't hear anything from you guys. Oh, uh, okay, but now you can hear. Okay, tell us about you can get your podcast. <laughs> Now we lost him again. All right. <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here, Mike. I'm here. It's that night. Tell us about your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there I we go. That I do. I'm here. I did it. <laughs> um, I, I have a podcast I do with my buddy Randy uh, called Just Two Pals. We're, we're taking a bit of a hiatus from it at the beginning of the year to, uh, to reestablish some personal stuff and get the, get the podcast back on track. You guys aren't but pals I'm anymore, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about Atomic Geekdom. Oh, yeah. So Atomic Geekdom is a group of us uh, geeks, and we have a couple of different podcasts on that network. So the main one is the Atomic Geekdom podcast. Uh, it's run by a guy, Dave. He's a great dude, and uh, I'm a pretty regular guest on that show. we got a new episode coming out tomorrow where we're talking about the best of 2017. So if you're interested in that, it's on AtomicGeekdom.com or iTunes or Google Play or whatever, all that great stuff, and Twitter. Woo! Johnny, thank you so much for your time. You've been an eloquent and yeah, well-articulated awesome. guest. Yeah. You're wrong, but we love you anyway. <laughs> when we <Aww>. come back... <laughs> that's, what, that's what's the beauty about hosting your own shows. You get to do that. Uh, when we come back... Say it ain't so? Probably isn't. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. 
Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com You ever seen like the old men at the Starbucks? Like they had their little like. I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, I do. I'm a, I work you know, I'm a man. It's fantastic. And uh, <laughs> they just have these old men club, and they just sit around and talk about the good old days. That's why I don't go into Starbucks. <laughs> it's a creepy sausage fest <laughs> on on caffeine. Secrets of the sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank Johnny Wellens uh, for f- fighting through the weird technical Could difficulties. Uh, <laughs> it's all fun and games here on the show. I mean, no, we actually we, he was we, we awesome. do, yes. It, no, he was a he's a he's a good dude. Met him out in Chicago when uh, I was recording a bunch of the interviews we got last year. Um, I'll be out and about this year too. We're going to be on the move a lot this year. We're going to be doing a lot of cool things. We're going yeah, to be podcasting and, also, and streaming from a whole bunch of places. No one's wrong for how they feel about a movie. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's there's no way you can right. read however much you love or dis uh, or dislike That's a film. Right. You're never wrong about it. But, right. you know. Uh, so, so if we give that impression that that's how we feel, that, that, that is incorrect. Alex Acosta asked, uh, has the reaction to the film, uh, become a cause for concern for the studio to reexamine its strategy with the property? That's one of the big things. It has to. Oh, absolutely. Have to. No, but studios are like, are like paper thin. Yeah. Right, I mean, they yeah. they feel no everything. Yeah. Right, they're not gonna they're not gonna stick to their guns on anything. So yeah, no. I mean, they're they're seeing this. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, who's been doing this for quite a while, yeah. you know, she she might have the the stick to itiveness to yeah. just kind of stay with it. Yeah. But um, but that, definitely she's gonna feel some pressure from somewhere because people are going to panic. That's the part that really bothers me about about this film, though. Too is that is there was no strategy. You know, it's clearly a case. No, I mean, look, yeah. it's very yeah. much a case because in natural yeah. storytelling progress, you don't introduce a bunch of questions only to yeah. just. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's one thing to not answer a question. It's another thing to shoot that question down in the middle of a film. The entire film felt like a first draft yeah. where he, he didn't he conceptualized it. He came up with some really cool ideas and never bothered to flesh any of it out. And well, he was never asked to. It just it really. Yeah, right. I mean, it really would have helped had they all gotten in a room together. And come up with a and treatment then, you know, the, for the, all three movies. The aftermarket uh, uh, memorabilia of him, like holding up signs like "Your Snoke uh, Theory Sucks" and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff—that's not good. You know, yeah. that's, that that doesn't help the situation. Yeah, and everybody thinks they're cheeky and cute, and they can get away with that stuff. But nobody, 
nobody respected. Even I didn't. Right. Like, even we don't know because we're in brand new territory. Sure. Nobody respects how important this stuff is to other people. Yeah. And we've, and we've talked about it, too. And, and I brought it up before. It feels like every movie now is a meta movie. It's a meta. Because yep. there's so much pop culture. There's so much. And look, yeah. we, we contribute to it every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. But if you're not meta, then, it's, then it seems contrite. And, yeah. and, it, and it seems like it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not as far reaching. I would love to see a genuine just tell a story. You don't have to tell there a story on top of the story. There are movies that do I know, that, I know. but we don't pay attention to them anymore because, you I know, know, because I that's know. not the big stuff. All right, we do this every week. Didn't, we... didn't Jodie Foster say something about that and she got pilloried for, for having the nerve to say that all yes. this stuff is, is getting yes. out of hand? Yes. So, there it is. I'm sorry. You She's may. wrong, too. We do this every week. <laughs> there you go. We go spinning the racks, bringing you the most fantastical pop culture news out there. Hate this show. <laughs> a jovial introduction to a segment that I usually love. Um, mm. We we actually talked about maybe starting the show with this, but we we've, we've been billing Star yeah, Wars all grim. week, and Star Wars is also pretty big news too. So, yeah. um, Marvel creator Stan Lee, ninety five, is accused of groping nurses and demanding oral sex in the shower at his twenty million dollar Los Angeles homes but says he's a victim of a shakedown. Uh, essentially, there's a nursing company with some young female nurses that have complained about his behavior. Uh, it's funny. So before I continue, I'm going to stop right there, right? I'm going to stop with the salacious stuff. Um, Hassan, you posted something. I, I posted something on the Secrets of the Sire page. Mm -hmm. And the headline reads, Stanley accused of sexual harassment. And Sam... Uh, who gotten and starts looking at his news feed? Goes, oh no, not again, or not him, or or yeah, not, him too. You know, Stanley too. You know, yeah. That is the result, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna come to his defense immediately. That is the result of our clickbait society now, right? The story could have read one of two ways. The story could have read Stanley accused of sexual harassment. Look, there's a lawsuit out there, and there's something going on, right? Or there's there's some things going on with that. 100% accurate information. The other end of the story is they tried to blackmail him saying they would go to the media with these allegations and try to extort money from him. So the, the story could have also read Stan Lee, the victim of an extortion campaign. Mm -hmm. That also is both are speculative. But see, but yeah, the, both of them are parsing now. But, but both of them are speculative. Every media outlet is going with the so, you know, Stan Lee is now one of the named people. And, and, I, and I think it's unfair to a 95-year-old. Um, if you look at a lot of comments on Facebook, um, people with mental uh, – people who work with uh, elderly and people in their 90s talking about this could be a, a side effect of dementia. He lost his wife. That was a traumatic of, of, uh, uh, you know, event. Um, the fact that he has so many handlers to begin with because he needs that many handlers – uh, the fact that he, uh, I think your friend Daisy Wells commented on uh, on the fact that she worked at Marvel and he's been nothing short of a gentleman for 94 years. So, well, not exactly 94 years. OK, because he would have been a baby. You well, know, he was a very, very gentlemanly baby. Yes. Was very nice. Very was, polite that's, kid. That's an amazing. He used to hold baby. the door for his mom. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, like, wow, baby. Look, can hold the door. Even, even this is not even if, if you're soliciting or you're being rude, that is that doesn't go. That doesn't. 
Yeah. That doesn't go into harassment. Well, that's harassment, but that's not oppression. That's not you using your power yeah. to, to, you know, to repress someone. It's, it's, it's reprehensible. It's not good behavior. Right. You should not do it, but give me a break. And if the guy's 95 years old and he's, he's, you know, he's already diagnosed with dementia and he's. Well, I don't know if he is or not. Well, but they're saying that. He's, he's close enough. You're 95 yeah. years old. You're, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're teetering towards it. Yeah. Okay. So, and he, and he's in his own house. You give me um, reports about how when he was, I don't know, 56 or something like that, and he used his, his powers right. as an industry right. to get him somewhere by doing that, then we'll we'll discuss it. But at 95, when he's in his own home, yeah. you just, just put a whole bunch of guys in there. Okay, leave the leave the ladies out. Yeah, put a whole bunch of guys in there and move on. This this guy is not costing anybody their career. He's not slowing anybody from progressing. He's he's not demanding uh you know sex for a job. He's yeah. not he's yeah. not using his power like that. So th- that's how we're gonna have to parse it. We can't. I mean, you know, guys are sleazy. You know, you, you no, but can't even lose that, your whole even livelihood. That, even for, that to me, like I mean, I had a Twitter exchange with somebody. And I said, you know, I said that exact thing. I said, well, first of all, it could be that he was being blackmailed, that this is an extortion scheme. Um, he just had a $7,000. Those are ifs. No, no, Let's just take... But they're all ifs, though, right? Yeah, I, I know, mean, but if you're a, taking... If, you we're just, if we're just going to break it down to what exactly he's accused of, yeah. even that in and of itself is not an actionable crime. Right. So... It's a non-starter. The right. story is a non-starter. Exactly my point. And that's the thing. Every other news outlet now is picking up this news outlet. That's because capitalism is insanity. And everybody needs to make money off yeah. of everything. And yeah. everything d- becomes monetized. So basically, just the same thing as we were saying about Justice League and, and mm-hmm. uh, The Last Jedi, if it becomes monetized, if a narration becomes monetized, they, they'll, they'll use that narration or that narrative and it'll become clickbaits and stuff like that. So that we're not getting honest information or honest news from anywhere. No, no. We're we getting really, money-making really news. We really aren't, and that's, I think, the, the bottom line. Yeah, but I mean, look, that's, that's the life we live, you know? Well, let's hope, uh, let's hope this all passes. Next week, we've got Digital Trends. Rick Marshall coming on. He is going to discuss... We're I, won't, we're gonna, I won't be on we're gonna shoot we're gonna we're gonna he, he, he's very excited to, to talk to you you guys have had some uh, some really he said great... something today i didn't appreciate oh my god <laughs> all right we're gonna talk tv in 2018 we're gonna continue our run of previewing the year to come in the month of january coming up next on talkradio.nyc again if you're downloading us on itunes this will not be the case but if you're listening to us live larry sharp the governor's house coming up next you're listening to the talking alternative network are you feeling unhappy with your body shape or size ever feel out of control with food i'm elizabeth from nourish the soul And on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. 
Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 